This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, September 26, 2017. I'm Caleb Brown. Elections in Germany will leave Angela Merkel as chancellor, but the government will now have a new party to contend with, the Alternative for Germany party, which has been decried as far right. Marion Tupi, a policy analyst at the Cato Institute, comments on the election's outcome. What's the best takeaway that people can take from the uh, German elections? Well, I think the best take from the German election um, is the return of the Free Democrats back to the Bundestag, to the German parliament. In 2013, uh, the Free Democrats, who are broadly speaking a market-friendly center-right political party in Germany, they've been kicked out of parliament. They didn't meet the 5% threshold to make it to parliament because they supported Mrs. Merkel's a decision to bail out Greece, and um, they were punished by the electorate. But now, in 2017, they were returned with a very handsome uh, 11.3% of the vote and uh, 80 seats in the Bundestag, and they are very likely to form a part of the governing coalition um, that will take Germany from uh, 2017 to 2021. All right. So what's the worst takeaway with respect to the, the party makeup in, in Germany now? Well, the, the worst takeaway, it depends on, uh, uh, on who you're talking to. Um, obviously, the German establishment uh, got a bit of a fright out of the outcome of the German elections. Uh, the chancellor gained only three, 33% of the vote, uh, which um, means that it's one of the worst election results for Merkel's party, Christian Democrats, said CDU, CSU. And um, uh, the Social Democrats, um, who used to be either the first or the second party in Germany, are now down to 20%. So um, all of these uh, disenchanted voters have moved to the left. Uh, die Linke, the 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 hard left party, now has about ten percent of support. Uh, the Greens uh, are also on about ten percent, and of course, the main uh, story that has unsettled so many people is the entry into the German Parliament of the Alternative for Deutschland, uh, Alternative for Germany, uh, which gained. Uh, roughly 13% of the vote and consequently became the third largest party in uh, Bundestag. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, uh, AFD will be in uh, the opposition. The coalition government will be likely composed of uh, the Christian Democrats, the Free Democrats and the Greens. Now, what does uh, Alternative for Deutschland means? Well, again, depends on who you talk to. Some people Uh, describe this political party as far right. I personally don't like to use that term because I like to save it for people like the neo-Nazis of whom there are very few in number and who are uh, consigned mercifully to the very fringes of the German society. But that's what I would call far right. So instead what I would call alternative for Deutschland is maybe hard right. They are certainly to the right of the free Democrats, but they are nowhere close to uh, the neo-Nazis and the fascists uh, of the 1930s. Okay. Well, what is, well, what is, what is the party? Mm-hmm. Well, the party 
was started about uh, five or six years ago by a bunch of free market economists who were deeply concerned about the euro. Uh, but since then, the party has moved slightly or rather uh, moved quite a lot to the right. Uh, the, the, the free market economists who started it left the party and the party is still skeptical about the euro and the bailouts of Greece and uh, potentially other countries down the line. But they have also embraced an anti-immigration uh, message, which uh, a lot of people find unsettling. Um, now, the AFD is basically opposed to mass migration, especially from North Africa and the Middle East, and they ride the wave of support um, from from Mrs. Merkel's um, decision in 2015 to allow entry into Germany of one million migrants from uh, from outside of Europe, many of whom have settled uh, in Germany and have brought with them uh, practices uh, and behavior that uh, Germans find um, objectionable. Is that just to get a rise out of people, to become more notable? I mean, it wasn't that long ago that... Uh, this party just barely missed the ability to be included in the Bundestag, but it was was part of these this behavior. Was it just an attempt to uh, get notoriety? Well, I think that uh, people are raising uh, legitimate concerns about a survival of a liberal society, if you will, and very large numbers of migrants from populations whose values are very different. So the leader of the alternative for Germany is actually a lesbian woman who lives with two children and a partner who is from Sri Lanka. So th this is not a typical fire-breathing neo-Nazi that we are speaking about. This is a, this is a woman uh, who is obviously concerned, um, at least in part from what I can see, about the survival of the secular uh, liberal values um, that uh, that have become predominant in much of Western Europe, but people feel now um, that are being uh, being unsettled uh, by uh, by migrants from from regions where perhaps gay people and uh, women are not as well treated as they should be. It is worth pointing out uh, that that there is a um, there is something of a flow. Uh, an unusual and very interesting flow between uh, European uh, political parties. Um, the, the first anti-immigration party started in uh, Holland, for example, was again led by a gay man called uh, Pim Fortun. Um, and um, uh, these political parties uh, generally tend to attract uh, a lot of working class support, but also support from uh, sexual minorities. Uh, whereas the parties of the establishment, um, Mrs. Merkel said, I would say as you, and also uh, the Social Democrats tend to focus much more on uh, young cosmopolitan and um, uh, also highly educated people. So in that sense, I think that what we are seeing in Germany is awakening of the same of the same. Um, ideas of the same beast that was unleashed by Brexit in uh, in Great Britain in 2016, in June, July 2016, and also uh, that is behind the election of um, of Donald Trump in the United States in November of last year. 
Marion Tupi is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes and Google Play, and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 